Welcome people to January 31st on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. 1968, U.S. Embassy under attack in Saigon. This was part of the Tet Offensive, which began the day before. On the Buddhist holiday of Tet, 80,000 Viet Cong came from out of nowhere and attacked almost every major city and district in South Vietnam during a ceasefire. The American and South Vietnamese forces were able to fight back successfully and crushed the Viet Cong, retaking the lost territory. During the Tet Offensive, the Cong lost 32,000 men and 5,400 captured. The U.S. had lost over 3,000 and it was considered a tremendous military victory for the South. Up until Operation Rolling Thunder in 1965, only 15% opposed the war, but this was a major turning point for American approval for the way that the war was being fought. The heavy U.S. casualties that took place during the Tet Offensive, along with the disillusionment over the earlier exaggeratedly positive reports of progress in the war, accelerated the increasing disappointment with President Johnson's handling of the war. LBJ's approval rating in terms of how he handled the Vietnam War fell to 28% and he would not seek re-election. The communists, on the other hand, sensed American doubt and successfully gambled on the fact that the longer this war dragged on, the less Americans would like it. 1990, the first McDonald's opens in the Soviet Union. Folks were lined up around the block, willing to spend several days worth of income to enjoy Big Macs, shakes, and fries. There were about 10,000 expected customers to show up on that first day, but it wasn't even close to that number. It was actually 30,000 people who showed up. It wasn't about politics, it was about food. And this food, my friends, tasted like freedom and capitalism, like a boss. Nineteen ninety-five, Clinton bails out Mexico. As the peso fell to an all-time low, President Bill Clinton authorized a loan for twenty billion dollars. Clinton argued that a financially weak Mexico would not help America, would create an influx of illegal aliens into the U.S., threatening American jobs and border security, and otherwise negatively impact the U.S. economy. A Republican-led Congress argued, it wasn't America's role to bail out a country that can't manage their own money. So, Clinton bypassed the legislature, being accused of abusing executive power. Mexico would eventually pay off the loan and its interest. 1988, Super Bowl 12, Redskins v. Broncos. Broncos favored by three. It looked like it was over before it began. The Skins were trailing 10 to nothing until they pushed back and scored 35 unanswered points in the second quarter. A Super Bowl record, by the way. They would beat the Broncos 42 to 10. Chubby Checker and the Rockettes hosted the halftime. 1993, Cowboys crushed the Bills in the Super Bowl 52 to 17. Michael Jackson performed the halftime. In 1999, John Elway and the Broncos beat Atlanta 34 to 19, but the most shocking part of that game was the Just For Feet commercial that aired. 
just for feet was becoming a giant of a company and was ready for the big time. 127 million TV viewers, $7 million 30 second spot. The commercial shows four white men in a Humvee in Kenya chasing down a black runner. They catch up to him, gave him a glass of water, apparently laced with some kind of knockout drug, and changed the runner's shoes to Nike's. The runner wakes up, screams no, and runs off trying to shake the shoes. The New York Times called the commercial appallingly insensitive, and others said the company should just change the name from Just For Feet to Just For Racists. By November 1999, Just For Feet had to file Chapter 7 and one commercial took down what could have been an empire. And that's it for January 31st on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Thanks for listening.